Well, it's time to welcome in our next guest here on SEN Tassie Breakfast and our text machine has been inundated with messages for the Hobart Lord Mayor, Anna Reynolds. Lord Mayor, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? We're very, very well, thank you. Hope you are too. Now, we're obviously a sports station, meaning a lot of our listeners are are pro stadium, of course, and pro team. So we're speaking on behalf of them this morning, Lord Mayor. But before we ask you our first question, I want to play some audio from Sports Minister Nick Street, who joined us here in the studio on Friday. I've been fortunate enough to go to some of these facilities on the mainland um, and to see the programs that they run, to see the public access that you get to these facilities. um, I think any council's mad to be proactively knocking the, knocking back this type of investment, oh, it, I really do. Um, I can't help but think that she was just looking for a fight, to be perfectly honest. Well, she, was looking, she was looking for an argument because um, she said, oh, we've heard, heard talk about Queen's Domain and, and Cornelian Bay. Well, not, not, not from us. That is the Sports Minister, Nick Street, speaking about the high-performance facility for our AFL team. Lord Mayor, what's your response to the Minister saying you were just looking for a fight? Oh, look, you know, the process to build Tasmanian's AFL infrastructure, and look, I've got to say, um, I am pro-team as well and pro-stadium, but um, we've got to be really careful about um, how we proceed with this debate because if the, if the stadium doesn't stack up at Macquarie Point because of nothing to do with Anna Reynolds, nothing to do with, with me, but because there was rushed planning decisions... You know, who is going to take the... Who's going to be the fall guy for that? And so we have to be calm and um, not being personal and make decisions that are free of political posturing and are actually factual and based on the evidence. And this is a classic example of where the Premier and Minister Street's recent uh, statements about Hobart City Council are deliberately provocative and inaccurate. Um, What the Council decided on... um, on the 28th of August, was that it agreed to work with the state government and all Greater Hobart councils to find the best site. Now, this is the approach that um, the Greater Hobart mayors, the four of us from Kingborough, Glenorchy, Hobart and Clarence, suggested to Minister Street earlier in August. We wrote to him, four together, saying, we'd like to work together on this. We'd like to find the best site for Greater Hobart. And that's part of our the change that we've seen in the last couple of years um, that is a really positive change, I think, which is the Greater Hobart Act that binds all of the councils together in law to consider planning decisions and development decisions as a region, not be parochial, not think in silos, uh, but to actually think, well, where's the best site for Greater Hobart? So I don't want to have a silly competition with, you know, Glenorchy and Kingborough, and that's why we wrote to Minister Street. Unfortunately, he ignored that letter, um, and chose to sort of come to each of us individually. Now, I have to pull him up on another thing. Um, you know, the personalisation of it is appalling, like suggesting this is me, she, you know, she did this and she did that. So this is a democratically elected council. It was a decision of eight votes to three to work with the state government and all councils to find the best site. We also um, uh, responded to the government's own um request that we identify suitable sites in our municipality and they asked us to do that so this suggestion that we didn't have any information that we just sort of decided this randomly i mean no they asked us they wrote to us and asked us do you have any suitable sites and by the way here's a 30 page commercial and confidence document that tells you exactly what we need for the afl 
So we did have the information and based on that information, it was very clear that given the uses and the size of Cornelian Bay and Queen's Domain, those sites weren't suitable. Um, now, we didn't say anything about the UTAS um, campus site because that may well be suitable. Um, it's just not our land. So, you know, these, these discussions are nuanced and professional and they're not just a chance to have a bash at a, at a mayor. Um, they are, you know, should be being done professionally and I really want us to think about the facts and what the council is actually doing here. The, the facts, a lot of the facts haven't been presented yet, Lord Mayor. We haven't seen a design for the stadium. We haven't we seen have. a design for the... Oh, you have? No. We have seen a 30-page commercial and confidence document about the um, High Performance Centre, which I call on the government to release. You know, there is no point all of this, you know, dancing in the shadows, sending people out. I mean, we have had... Um, the. the there has been speculation about sites for about over six months. Um, so again, I reject the suggestion that there was no suggestion of Cornelian Bay and Domain. I mean, just in uh, July, the chair of the new Tassie team um, was was part of an article, and there it said that you know the sites that are being considered are Cornelian Bay, the Domain, the Utahs, and the Twin Ovals in Kingborough. Um, the the AFL's um, a document from. Uh, 2021. I've got my name of it now. I've got I've got it written here somewhere. But there's um there was a, a strategic document about sites uh, for the AFL from 2021. But and um, that identified Cornelian Bay as a, a potential training centre. So these sites have been identified. But what we've had is just this kind of you know just a little bit of a tease here and a bit of information to a sports journal here and a commercial and confidence document provided here and. You know, this is not the way to do business. The way to do business is to get all of the councils around the table to put the information out to everybody and to the public about this is what we need. Where's the best site in Greater Hobart to build it? And instead, it's been this very strange approach that I don't think is going to lead to the best result. Yeah, Lord Mayor, so Minister Street was on the show and said that Cornelian Bay and Queen's Domain certainly hadn't been mentioned by them. You're saying that you've heard it through other people or in the media or in, yeah, in other documents in the past, but absolutely. he was pretty strong on the fact that it certainly hadn't come from the government or the AFL. Okay. Look, you know, I'll just mention a few things. So the 2021 AFL Tasmania Statewide Facility Strategy um, mentioned um, Cornelian Bay as a training site for elite uh, and state facilities. Uh, that was that was a story with uh, Team Chair Grant O'Brien in July. Um, there was um, uh, there was media speculation earlier this year uh, that that there was people looking at sites and these sites were mentioned as well. Uh, there was um, uh, there was also the premier was questioned about this by MP Christy Johnson in about April, asking him to rule out the need for the domain, and he said, "I'm not ruling anywhere in or out." So I mean. You know, if it's if it's not of, of no interest to them, just tell people. That's all yep. people are asking for. They just want to know. And let's just put that document that's currently commercial and confidence, let's put it out on the table for everyone to see um, because based on that, they do need, you know, a fenced site with a with a MCG-sized um, field plus ideally a second field plus a 9,000-square-metre building, which is 
which is about 2.2 acres worth of building. Now, obviously, it would be, um, you know, a bit... Uh, hopefully, you know, at about three storeys, it might go down to about 3,000 square metres. Um, but that's about a um, coal supermarket-sized building plus 150 car spaces. So this is a big facility. We need to make sure it's located in the best part of Greater Hobart. And that's what we should do. We should all work together. And let's think about a growing as a growing city um, about where we put infrastructure and where's the best place for it. Um, you know, the city of Hobart is actually the wealthiest part of Greater Hobart. You know, we've got 25% of the employment here. We've got the wealthiest um, households. Uh, we've, we've approved a billion dollars worth of hotel development since 2017. You know, this is, a, this is a municipality that's got a lot of jobs and wealth in it already. You know, it doesn't hurt to actually spread the love and look at some of the other municipalities that have had good residential development but are really crying out for more jobs-rich development. You know, places like Brighton, places like uh, Kingborough. Um, you know, that's what thinking about Hobart as a greater Hobart area is all about. Not being parochial and saying it's got to be in my place, my patch. It's about thinking what's best for the city. Yeah, and now, so since, I suppose, your comments, they've now reportedly narrowed the search down to six spots for the high performance center and none of none of which are in central hobart what are your thoughts on that well you know again it's a bit constrained by the 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 size of the requirements that are needed by the afl so you know these this is a big facility this needs a lot of space a lot of land and you know being the 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 starting point of development for greater hobart in the um, cbd we are landlocked we are you know we are this is one of our constraints and while we have to go into medium density and high density housing we don't have a lot of room to to uh to grow unlike some of the other municipalities grow sort of sideways i mean but um you know we're locked by the the mountain and the river so it is challenging in the inner city to find the kind of size of space that they require and is set out in that commercial and confidence document. Anna Reynolds, the Hobart Lord Mayor, is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Lord Mayor, you said you were pro-stadium earlier in the interview, which got my interest. Why would you be against it being built in your city when it's not going to cost the council a cent and it's forecast to bring millions and millions of dollars into the local area each and every year? Well, like I've been talking about with the High Performance Centre, we've got to just make a decision about the best site for things. And I am concerned... Isn't Macquarie Point um, the best site available? Like, this is like a key, one of the best pieces of real estate in Australia, if not the world. Why is it not a good site for a stadium when it could open up the whole city and the precinct as well? Yes. Well, let's just wait and see what the um, what the the expert planning information shows us because there was a decision made to put it there without necessarily the investigations being done first. Now, my read and my understanding of what pe- people are doing behind the scenes is is really um, are really struggling to sit a 23,000-seat facility on this site. Now, if it was a 10,000-seat facility, entertainment centre, convention centre, completely different story. And I've always been 
you know, that's always been my vision of Macquarie Point is a place with a big convention centre, entertainment centre for about 10,000 seats. Now, when you go to 23,000 seats and that's been determined as it has to be that size, it has to have these facilities, and that's all in the AFL contract, it then potentially becomes a more challenging exercise. And I think as this project goes on, we may, well, you know, that will become a lot clearer to people um, that that, um, the site, although you might think it's big, is really not as big as you think it is because it's bounded by a port, a working port, an escarpment, a highway and another road. So, you know, let's wait and see um, what the uh, the facility, what the um, the more in detailed investigations find. But you know, I have always been an advocate of um, doing up the Blundstone Stadium. I think the Blundstone Stadium is fantastic. I, I think it's in a, a fantastic position. Now I know not everyone might agree with that, but you know, we do have a stadium. We have a great stadium. It does need further investment. I, you know, I'd love to see much more investment in ferries to sort of to get people to the site. Um, but there isn't. This isn't just a black and white, you know, um, argument. And I'd really ask people to be respectful of democratically elected people and not sort of get into personal attacks here because it just doesn't help anyone. We've got a long way to go with this. We have to have a really sensible, fact-based, evidence-based discussion about all of these facilities. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that last bit, but I I do struggle with the argument. I mean, surely there's some seriously intelligent people that are, that are going through and looking at these sites. You, you can't tell me that they're going to start building something and then realise that it doesn't fit. No, Surely no, no, they, they, they know that. that it's going to fit at Macquarie Point. Otherwise, they wouldn't uh, be looking at it. I think, no, I think they're working, well, they're working at it now. So they're working on it now. So yes, um, but they've been asked to, to make it fit. So yes, you know, um, it, it, will, it will fit, but what will be some of the ways that has to be, the things that have to be taken away? Um, you know, what size is the concourse? Uh, is there is there room for the you know the light rail corridor through the site? Um, what about the Truth and Reconciliation Park that was promised? Uh, what about the Antarctic and Science Precinct? You know, how much mixed use development will actually fit on the site as well as this um, this significant facility? So, yeah, I mean that that'll all be revealed in October, and we'll all have a chance to have a good look at that uh, and understand it. The federal government will no doubt go through be going through that with a fine-tooth comb to make sure that their investment is deliverable uh, and, um, you know, that's a chance for the community to have a good look as well. Lord Mayor, a post was made to the Yes AFL Team Yes Stadium group over the weekend that referred to a letter that's allegedly written by you regarding a briefing, which I think is happening later today with stakeholders, I think, that are against the stadium build. Will you be inviting pro-stadium people to brief you at any point? Well, I didn't get in. We didn't. Um, we didn't invite anybody. They they uh, requested an opportunity to brief elected members. So, just like we had with the cable car debate, was which was another sort of um, you know divisive debate in Hobart. Um, you know, my door is always open, and if people want to um, you know write to us and would like an opportunity to brief the council on anything in their side of things, 
then certainly what I can provide is I can facilitate that, I can provide the room. So I didn't initiate that. That was very much initiated by those stakeholders. Uh, and um, the other thing is, is that on Wednesday we're getting a briefing from the Macquarie Point Development Corporation about all the work they're doing on this precinct plan. So we'll be, we're certainly hearing from this week anyway, from both, um, you know, both sides of the discussion, um, but certainly my door's always open for anyone who would like to um, request an opportunity to brief elected members. And just before we let you go, can you see why certain sections of the community are frustrated with how you're doing your job at the moment? I know a lot of people are with you and what you're saying, but can you see a lot of people that, that live in the Greater Hobart area are frustrated with the way the council is handling things at the moment? Uh, well, when you, you do have high-profile detractors, when you have um, you know, ministers and others you know, making rather inaccurate sweeping statements, when people put out simple you know, misinformation, it's challenging. Um, you know, I don't... I don't um, you know, Hobart is doing really well. You know, we've got 25% of Tasmania's total employment. In the last, between 2019 and 21, we had an extra um, 500 registered businesses um, set up in city of Hobart. You know, it's nearly 7,000 businesses. We, we you know, we're the place where there are the most businesses in, Ho in Tasmania. Um, this is a council that there is a lot happening and there's a lot of development. Um, hundreds of apartments, houses, commercial properties, hotel rooms developed, uh, sorry, um, approved every year. But certain political um, voices, particularly from the Liberal Party, want to promote a different story. And I get that. That's politics. But I'd ask people to just, you know, scratch beneath the surface and look for the actual information. And I think they'll find something quite different. Lord Mayor, we really appreciate your time. As I said, you've blown up our text machine like no one's ever done before. So um, hopefully we've covered everyone's questions off in that interview. But uh, we do appreciate your time coming onto a sports station and, and copying it from uh, all angles. But uh, no yeah, good luck with everything moving forward. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. That's the Lord Mayor, Anna Reynolds, joining us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. We're very late to get to a break. We're heading to one and coming back to talk more next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.